Good morning. Wake up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> it's time to pray with me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm going to be here every morning. I told God, Kit, just wake me up, get me going, and I will do this podcast. And he said, you better believe it. So that's great. I'm dedicating today's podcast uh, to my sister, Patty. Uh, She's just been so supportive. I don't want to just say lately, but lately. And that feels so good. And, And it's just great. So good morning, listeners. Let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here we come to ask you, God, if you'll renew us too. Forgive the many errors that we made yesterday and let us try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. Father, we are well aware that we can't make it on our own. So, (laughs) take our hands, hold them tight, for we can't walk alone. Yay! And here's a prayer. Pray with me. Lord, it is not natural to the natural man to return good for evil, blessing for cursing, prayer for mistreatment. But that is the tall order that you have given to us. Help us keep our spirits loving towards others and desiring their well-being, even when we have suffered some wrong at their hands. Amen. Yay. So excited to get into these prayers today. It's going to be a great day. I'm trying to put forth some energy so that we can all just go out, start this week, and slay dragons if we have to. Okay, let's see what God's promises are for today. Everything that I read from is always day for date. And I tell you, you can listen to this podcast over and over again during the day, should you need to, should you want to. And then you can go back and listen to pre-recorded podcasts because the word of God is never old. It just resonates right into our bones, sets us straight. And maybe there's one that we did earlier this month that is speaking directly to what you need to hear today. So this is a daily podcast. Just scroll up and down, pick one, pick all of them, but keep listening. Thank you so much. Okay, God's promises. Isaiah 64 verse 4, men have not heard nor perceived by the ear nor has the eye seen any God besides you who acts for the one who waits for him. When you wait on the Lord for an answer, you are saying in effect, God, I'm here. I reverence you. I fear you with an awesome respect. I love you. And I'm waiting here in your presence until I hear what you want me to do. Amen. 
and God's way day by day. Okay, it says God goes with you. Psalm 121 verse 3. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Listeners, the Lord is a personal God, not limited by time or space. One who inhabits the hearts of all who believe in him. So therefore, no temple or building can contain his presence because he is eternally present throughout the universe. Have you ever thought that God is with you in all you do and say throughout the day? He is not just present in the morning when you awake. He is with you in the grocery store, in the doctor's office, on your way to work, at work, and even at play. So no matter where you go, God goes with you. Praise him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We need you with us every day. Okay, and then uh, Commanding Your Morning by Cindy Trim says, Pray wisely. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 18 says, Wisdom is better than weapons of war. When you pray wisely, you will always pray according to the principles of the word of God that you have learned. Wisdom is powerful. The wisdom of God supersedes the cleverness loaded into the wisdom of human beings. When you pray wisely, you pray in agreement with the word of God and can accomplish more in one breath than many who spend years cleverly maneuvering to get what they want. So to do this, you must pray the word, not your worries. Load the word into your heart and transform your mouth into a semi-automatic weapon of precision, speaking only that which agrees with God. What you speak must show that you know God well enough that you can be confident in taking him at his word. Interesting. Love it. Gaze up to the heavens and pray, Father, I declare that I am wise and therefore pray in accordance with your word. I do not rely on my own strength or understanding because that is what those who are foolish do. I pray your word, not my worries. I hide your word in my heart, Lord. Let it change my thoughts and speech so my words are always aligned with what is in scripture and what is being said in heaven. Because I take you completely at your word, I will not be put to shame. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Stay right there on your knees, gazing up to heaven. We are praying to God right now. Stay there. Be right back. And from a spectacle of glory, it just cracks me wide open. I love it. 
Uh, the psalmist David writes, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Nothing is more suffocating, more soul-stifling than hopelessness. This dark feeling spreads when we fail to sense God's hand or presence of his help in hardship. It's demoralizing to feel as though he is off somewhere in this wide universe, distracted by a billion other needs bigger than ours. Hope, however, is built on fact. And the fact is, God never takes time off from tending to our needs. When trouble comes, he doesn't back away to allow the devil a free hand. It isn't just God's assistance that's accessible at all times. David declares that God himself is the always present help in every trial. The Lord of light is your friend in darkness. The Lord of life stands beside you in death. The Lord of hope is your companion in despair. The Prince of peace supports you when no peace can be found. The God of all comfort waits faithfully near you. Let us pray. Yes, Lord, you are truly my refuge and my strength. Thank you for always being present in my trials. When troubles cloud my horizon, when worries surround me like a pack of wolves, when hope and courage drain away from my soul, You are as near as can be, as close as the air in my lungs and the blood in my veins. So thank you, Lord, for truly being my refuge and strength. Amen. Amen. And speaking of strength, here are some scriptures Uh, that are just good to have in your pocket, on your tongue. John chapter 10, verse 14. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. Psalm 139. Lord, you have searched me out and know me. Acts 13, verse 48. When the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and praised the word of the Lord. And as many as had been destined for eternal life became believers. Psalm 47, sing praises to God. Sing praises. I love it. Psalm 119, verse 64. The earth, O Lord, is full of your love. Psalm 50, verse 11. I know every bird in the sky and the creatures of the fields are in my sight. Hallelujah. Just a couple more. John, chapter 11, verse 35. It says, Jesus began to weep. I'll read this passage. It says, Followers of Christ have pondered, prayed, and fought to the death over how to understand Jesus when he's here on earth among us. 
it is possible that Jesus was really human and experienced life just as we do and remained fully divine. Many Christians can't fathom this duality, but it is true. In the story of Lazarus, we experience Jesus as human. He's filled with grief. He weeps. He has compassion for Mary, Martha, and their brother. And he's filled with sadness. These are the most powerful human emotions. Jesus is foreshadowing his own death when he raises Lazarus. Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. And the story of Lazarus' death tells us so much about Jesus, that he was fully human, fully divine. Amen. And let's see God's purpose for your life. It says the word of worship, Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 6. Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God, and all the people answered, Amen, Amen. Then they bowed low and worshiped the Lord. Have you ever been reading scripture and the Holy Spirit touched your heart in such a powerful way that you began to just worship God? Well, we see this happen when Ezra opened God's word and began to read it to the inhabitants of Jerusalem. When the people realized the Lord's awesome provision for them, they fell on their faces in adoration. Listeners, at times we come before the Lord and it's possible that we're not really certain of what is causing the struggles that we're living with. But then God reveals something very personal and private to us. Some way he is healing or providing for us. And this leads us to understand how deeply and intimately God loves us and cares for the issues that are closest to our hearts. He speaks directly to our most cherished hopes and answers the deepest questions of our souls through his word in ways we have never imagined possible. And then it causes us to worship him. If you've ever experienced that, I pray that the Lord will open scripture to you in that way. Because God's word reveals who he is and how much he loves you in a manner that nothing else can And that can change everything for you. Praise him. Jesus, I love you. Lord, lead me to worship you through your word. Amen. Be right back right after this.
Here's something good from Hope for Each Day. It says, Hebrews 11, chapter, chapter 11, verse 1, Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Faith must have an object. We don't simply have faith. We have faith in something or someone. For the Christian, there is only one object for faith, and that is the living God. Anything less is insubstantial, unreal, even deceptive. Our faith is in the God who created this world and who came down to earth in the person of his son, Jesus Christ. We put our faith in Christ because he alone is the savior. The Bible says through him, you believe in God who raised him from the dead and gave him glory so that your faith and hope are in God. And that's 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 21. We put our faith in all kinds of ideas and beliefs from astrology and alleged spirit guides to science and humanism. But only Christ reveals God to us. And only he can bridge the gap between us and God, a gap that is caused by sin. Don't be deceived or misled, listeners. Only Christ is worthy of your faith. Amen. Let us say, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Delight yourself in the Lord. Here's In Touch Magazine always coming through. The word delight means to gain great pleasure, satisfaction, and happiness. Isn't that the kind of relationship you want with the Lord? One in which both you and he enjoy each other's presence. Well, God also wants that kind of connection. And our part in helping it develop is through commitment trust and patience so first as believers we must commit our ways to God and this means that we invite him to examine our desires and plans and alter whatever does not fit his purpose or plan for our life I repeat the believer must commit their ways to God and this means that we invite him to examine our desires and plans and alter whatever does not fit his purpose or plan for our life. Second, as believers, we must trust God. There is no one more worthy of our faith than the Father who gave Jesus Christ to save undeserving sinners and the one who would not spare his only son will certainly provide all that his children need. And third, as believers, we must rest in God. And this is something I learned, listeners. When we fret, we're neither committing ourselves to the Lord, nor are we trusting in him. Waiting on God is rarely easy but he alone knows when circumstances and timing are aligned with his will. Enjoying our relationship with the Lord requires effort, but it is a labor of love because 
we're made to find joy in God's presence. The greatest pleasure that we can experience is to walk hand in hand with our Father. That is the greatest pleasure that we can experience. I love it. I believe it. Let us pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Clasp your hands together in prayer as we pray from the wilderness. Father, the circumstances and trials in this season of my life require spiritual healing, which can only come from you. Even though my outward appearance is the same, my inner being is a little fragmented. You are the God whose touch can make me whole again. Only you possess this power, so I am praying to you for spiritual healing. Father, without you, my power to move forward is limited. I need you to heal my afflictions and restore my spirit. My desire is to continue to do your will. If I get weighed down, serving you with excellence is paramount. As I seek to find encouragement in your word, please speak to my spirit. And when I seek you, Bless me with the assurance that you hear my prayers. Help me to deal with this through your eyes and not through my own. Teach me not to create my own solution, but to wait on you for my deliverance. Father, I'm actually thankful that this affliction is temporary and not permanent. I know my prayers are being answered and you are healing me. As I surrender to you, I believe your healing power will permeate my spirit and I will be whole again. And please remind me that this season is for a purpose. You have a reason for developing my faith Help me to cling to you, so at your appointed time, I will experience victory. I give you praise, Lord. I give you honor. I give you glory for total spiritual healing. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. And Psalm 147 says, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He counts the number of the stars. He calls them by name. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. His understanding is infinite. 
Amen. In 2 Corinthians, Therefore do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing, the inward man is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us far more exceeding an eternal weight of glory. Amen. I love the Lord. I love him. And I know you do too. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above in wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Pray with me one last prayer. Dear God, you know me, so please guide me. Show me the paths that lead to abundant life and convict me when I'm tempted to stray from you. As you guide me, restore me. I will place my hope in you at all times because you know all things and by you my life is held together. You are my strength in times of need and you have become my salvation. So hold me close, Lord, and teach me to walk in a manner worthy of the calling you have given me. Direct my steps as you guard my life because I want to glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to glorify you and only you. Thank you, listeners, for coming to pray with me today. Come back tomorrow. We're going to pray some more. Bring your cares, and then you'll leave them at the door. We just got these blessings started. I know you feel them. So have a good morning. Have a great afternoon, and have a fantastic evening. See you tomorrow. Bye for now.